0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Biden's foreign policy, should he be elected. If you have watched this channel for any length of time, you know that foreign policy is something I keep up on, and I think it's really important because it impacts everything. You also know that because Trump decided to take a very hands-on approach to it, it is currently a complete failure. It is an unmitigated disaster in pretty much every respect, not to put too fine a point on it. Um, I have expressed doubts about Biden's ability to fix this, to clean up Trump's mess, because it's a big one and it requires a lot of expertise that he doesn't really have. Biden apparently had the same concerns. Um, He he apparently... uh, understands his limitations. He has established a foreign policy team. That in and of itself is nothing. Every presidential candidate puts together a foreign policy team to advise them. Biden built the second State Department. It's got 2,000 people. It is divided into working groups. The names that we have access to, some of which have been published and some are rumor mill, um, they're incredibly appropriate. They're the exact people needed to clean up this mess. Um, it's It's actually impressive, to be honest. Okay, so everything I'm about to say here needs to needs to have a couple of uh, disclaimers in front of it. One, this is assuming that the names we have are accurate and that they carry over to the administration. And that Biden listens to them. Because you can have a pool of brilliant people at your disposal, but if you don't use them, it doesn't do any good. The other part of this is that we have to keep in mind, uh, and a lot of the people on this channel need to remember this specifically, (laughs) this is in pursuit of American foreign policy. So this is still about maintaining the American empire. The difference is this foreign policy would be unlike anything we have seen in my lifetime. Um, It's a very different crew of people. There are some holdovers from the Obama era, but not many. And they were the more, uh, those more likely to try to establish trade than use force in most cases. There there are a couple that you're like, hmm. One of these is not like the other type of thing. Okay, so as long as we understand those things, we can guess a little bit. First is that President Biden would have access to information. And by that, I mean he has working groups established to everywhere, to every country, every region, not just those that are important geopolitically, Um, everywhere. And the people associated with these working groups, they're appropriate. They're people who know what they're doing. So unlike Trump, who only knows what the leadership of the country tells him, Biden would have access to information that could help him gauge how American actions would be read by the average person in those countries. Whether or not he takes that into consideration during his decision making is an entirely different Question, But he would have access to that information, um, and putting it together this early leads me to believe that he would want to use it. This is going to be a surprise to anybody familiar with Obama's foreign policy. There are a whole lot of people on the published list and in the rumor mills um, that are really for arms control. Not domestic arms control. I'm talking about international arms control. Making sure certain countries don't get missile systems, for example. Um, A lot of them. So many that it, it is safe to assume that that would be a key piece of Biden's foreign policy. Another thing is that there are a whole lot of LGBTQ people. Now... This could just be decent hiring practices, so they're not discriminated against. Or it could mean that the Biden administration plans on attempting to reassert the United States as a defender of human rights and trying to speak for the rights of marginalized people, not just this community, but religious and ethnic minorities as well. Um... Or again, it, it could just be, you know, they didn't discriminate against them, and it's it's sad that you 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 don't know which. Um, but there are enough of them to make to create speculation that that's going to be a part of his foreign policy. He has a separate working group dedicated to racial injustice in the United States. Now, if you work for the Trump administration, you're probably saying, what does that have to do with foreign policy? Well, Stephen, the uh, the way our domestic law enforcement agencies act limits our ability to curtail the mistreatment of dissidents in other countries. If, for example, the leader of the United States was talking about dominating the streets and... America's law enforcement agencies were very visible in their attempt to do that, it makes it impossible for the United States to speak up for dissidents overseas because we behaved as bad or worse as the country we want to chastise. These are dissidents who might be friendly to the United States, who we might want to help. This is a consideration the Trump administration never would have even thought of. Um... And Biden has a working group dedicated to it before the election. Um, that's actually pretty impressive. It would be incredibly pro-refugee. Now, let me differentiate between immigration, enforcement, and refugees. Enforcement is domestic. That's not uh, That doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about right now. We, we don't have a read on that. Immigration is different from being a refugee. Um, now, we don't know much about the immigration stuff yet. The Those who we have access to or who are rumored to be involved are very pro-refugee, and they understand international law. They understand that we are violating international law. We are violating our own laws. We are violating our obligations under the Constitution. Um, and I would assume that with the people they have, that a lot of Trump's policies would disappear overnight. Um, they're not going to want to maintain them for any length of time at all because they're illegal. So that's, that's a win. Now, these are not people who would go as far as, say, I would want them to go, but it is light years beyond what the Trump administration has or Obama. Um, so, that's good. Um, all of this is great, but we do need to keep in mind that even though many of those who are involved with this, alleged to be involved with this, um uh, are the type who would want to switch America from being the world's policeman to being the world's EMT, it would still be being the world's EMT in pursuit of maintaining American dominance. That isn't going to change. So even with all of this good news, understand it's not about creating a better world. It's about maintaining American supremacy. Uh, Although I would suggest that doing it through trade is probably better than doing it through force. So, at the end of the day, assuming all the information we have is true, this is a crew that could actually undo most of the damage Trump has done. Some of it is irreparable, but they could fix a lot of it. Um, Now, again, this requires Biden to actually listen to him. We don't know that he would do that. But what we do know is there are enough foreign policy experts willing to help at this stage that if he decided to take it seriously, he would have access to pretty much anybody he wanted um, that knows what they're doing. So take that as some good news for the weekend, I guess. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.